Cornette Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Monday. November 13th, 2023, and this is episode number 715 of Barry on Deck. Welcome to the show, welcome to the program. Uh, We survived another outage. Uh, The computer, I should say, uh, survived another outage problem, but the lights, uh, it happens. It's weird how much it happens, but it happens, um, you know. Okay, what you gonna do about it? I'm just, I'm almost to the point where I give up being mad. What I do Heck like yeah. is that, okay, I do like that I, I get cell service now, because before, when we would lose lights, I couldn't do shit. Like, I could work on my laptop until the battery died, but it was just, but now I get a little service, so I can, like, uh, I worked on some videos and uploaded them and got that done, and I mean, it takes a while because it's not great. And I know D-Mod is going to be like, just stream from your phone. No. That's a God. That would be miserable. No. But uh, it does, you know, I get past the time until until the lights do come back on. Hey, Homer Astros fan. Thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. Total Dallas resubscribe. 21 months. That's what's up, man. And by the way, shout out to Sensei Bulrog, who gave me a shout out to 58 of his followers 15 hours ago while streaming. Appreciate that. And uh, Soccer Girl 890 joined the show three days ago. So I don't know if Soccer Girl 890 is here now, but appreciate you, famo. Nancy said, whoa, Barry has power. I know. Surprise. So, yeah, we're here and we're doing it. Um, shorter show today, obviously. Got still got to be done by five, but uh, got to stay on sketch. Got to stay on sketch. That's why sometimes if the power goes out and it doesn't come on until like four fifteen, I'm like, eh, fuck. I'm just not gonna do a show today. It's just I'm not gonna get it all fired up for forty five minutes, forty minutes, because we get out of here at five o'clock or four fifty five. So say that. <laughs> Cece said, "I'm here." Kinda, she did. Thank you for the 11 bitties, Cece. Uh, yeah, Cece did a take a shot every time Dallas scores. Um, and that seemed like a terrible idea. The pass game, the Cowboys passing game has been legit since the break. I saw an article that says, I don't know what uh, 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 Mike McCarthy and was it Brett Schottenheimer? Whichever Schottenheimer is there with him. But they apparently got together and retooled the passing offense. And last couple of weeks have been pretty spectacular. CeeDee Lamb had a record day. Uh, Brandon Cooks had his best day in forever. 
Dak had a banner day. So Cece did because she been doing shots. Well, she did shots yesterday every time the Cowboys scored. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, which is the opposite. You, if you, you know, she was doing shots every Heck time yeah. Dallas scored. Um, but if we all did shots every time total Dallas scored and got lucky, we would never do a shot. Virgin. That was inappropriate. That's my fault, man. Emotional damage. Hey, Catfish. Yo, Catfish. Thank you for the 15 months, my friend. Much of, is that a train? Thank you, Pacho. Oh, shit. Okay, listen. Uh, for the record, definitely not going to have a repeat of Thursday where you guys basically got me shit-faced and made me miss my radio show. I hope you're happy. I hope you're happy. I missed my show because of you guys. And Nora was not impressed with me at all. Jim! Thank you for the 69. I like you. Thank you, Jim. Podge, thank you for the 69. I like you. Joel, thank you for the 100 bits, buddy. All right, I got to do a shot. By the way, I left the cap off of this, and it just kind of went away. There wasn't much left. I think I had finished it already, but uh, yeah, that's done. So I'm working on the old gentle bin, and I still have, oh, I do have a shot class. I do. All right, so we're doing one shot today. That's it. No titties, no bitties. I mean, you can send bitties. Please do keep the show on the air. But, yeah, definitely not uh, having a repeat of what happened on Thursday. No way, Jose. Uh, I got Monday Night Football to watch. I got uh, to spend time with my my wife. Uh, busy. I just shot that cork clear across the table there. Had a busy weekend. Busy, busy weekend. Fun weekend, but busy weekend. But hey, yo, deckheads. This is for the hype train, baby. Thank you, guys. We are at level 184% of this hype train. Cheers, everybody. Uh. Ah. You did miss it Thursday, Crystal. I was frunk. I was frunk. We got down, got busy, girl. Busy. That was weird. Okay. Um, yeah, they were. <sighs> For some reason, I agreed to do a shot every time someone sent a thousand bits. That was a nightmare. I should have never done that. Yo, Sensei! Sensei Bullrock, what's up, player? Uh, <laughs> Sensei Bullrock said, do you still have a job? Uh, we'll find out this week when I show up. We'll find out this week when I show up. Um, but yeah, I should. Jerome did. He was not too upset with me. He wasn't thrilled with me, but he wasn't like, he was like, I get it, man. I get it. I mean, you know, you, 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 you was having fun. John Doria said you were level six frunk, bro. <laughs> the jet What's up. Jet just said can verify Barry was drunk. Oh my God. 
Spot said Barry was on one. I really was, man. Hey, uh, by the way, since they Borg, I don't know if you were here when I said it, but man, thank you for the shout out on your show the other day. Uh, and by the way, can we get since Borog a shout out to Mods? Um, that'd be nice to return the favor, I think. So let's do that. And if you deckheads aren't following a fellow deckhead, get over there. What are you waiting on? Go give that man a follow. What's he at? He's probably got more than me. Shit. Since he Bullrog is fun. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh recently streamed uh, Tabletopia. What is that? Marvel's on stream and Ant Legion. For the swarm. Oh, that sounds that sounds gross. That sounds like if there was like a like a a a, a bees video game. I couldn't do that. Oh god, no. Give me the, the creeps and the willies. Yeah, since a has got more followers than me, y'all need to y'all need to go get him to 2K. All right. That's uh, super jelly. But yeah, he's at 1.9k. So if you're a deckhead and you're not following my man's, what are you doing? Get over there and give him a follow, all right? It's super easy. Uh, and here, I'll I'll post the whole damn link in the chat for you, too, just in case. Boom, there it goes. All right. Cool. Um, uh, damn. Uh, uh, since Borg said, had fun, demoed a tabletop game I've been building for the past couple of years. Oh, nice. Look at you, Mr. Handyman. What's up, DJ Maddie? Thank you for Heck the 50 yeah. minutes, buddy. Uh, and the resub for 19 months. Let's go, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, what's up, Jesus? Good to see you, man. Um, all right. We don't have much time. I don't have um, uh, um, our, uh, um, what? The headlines for you. Let's just get into talking some sports, shall we? A lot going on. Oh, my God. So much going on. Uh, I, we got it. It starts and ends with the Houston Texans and C.J. Stroud. Guys. Guys, guys, what is going on? What funky, crazy, mixed-up world am I living in? What world am I living in where C.J. Stroud is now being mentioned, mentioned in MVP conversations? What are we talking about? I think it's a little premature for that yet, but I'm not saying it's out of the realm of possibility. He has this team, one of the worst teams in football last year, in the playoffs right now. In the playoffs right now. Of the world, Craig. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I cannot believe it. We talked a little bit about it on the show uh, yesterday. Uh, but if you look, I'm just going to show you right here for those of you that don't believe it. Hey, by the way, thank you guys for the uh, hype train. Let's see. It finished up. Hype train complete level one. 84%, 349 bitty bitties and two subs. Y'all the best. Much love, homies. All right, this this is what you want to see. This is this is what we need to chatty chat about. Is this is crazy, folks? This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Here's the playoff picture. Let me zoom in for you. I know that's a a, a bit tough to see on the screen. This is the playoff picture right now. Top seven teams make the playoffs. Top seven teams make the playoffs. I say playoffs. In the AFC and the NFC. So there's 14 teams total. Top seven. Right now, number one seed in the AFC is KC. But watch out, man. Baltimore is tough. 
Baltimore is going to be really good at well, I mean they are really good. They're 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 tough. Uh, Baltimore seven and three. Jags and Miami both at six and three. Pittsburgh at six and three as well. And y'all doubted Mike Tomlin. Suck it, nerds. Everybody say Mike Tomlin can't win with Jackie. All he do is win, 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 no matter what. FC North is real tough. Son, are you kidding me? Of course it is, Jim. It's ridiculous. AFC North is insane right now. We'll look at the standings in just a second. But so you got Pittsburgh and Cleveland. So you got three of the top seven teams from the AFC North, right? Cle- uh, Pittsburgh is five, Cleveland and six, and there they blow. There they blow. CJ Stroud and the Houston Texans sit at seven. Why? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because they beat one of the best teams in football yesterday. Handily. Okay. Not really handily, but they, it should have been worse. CJ Stroud, two weeks in a row now, this man has led a game winning drive as a rookie. He's nine games into his NFL career, and he's already made me. He's already one of my favorite Texans. I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to know this is I'm a little Monday morning quarterback and I'm a little caught up in the hype and, and I'm sure there's some recency bias, but I wasn't even this excited about Deshaun Watson, okay? Before he turned creepy, Bill Watson, Deshaun Cosby. I'm I'm saying like, first of all, Deshaun Watson never let off an interview and be like, hey, I just want to give thanks to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Without him, uh, none of this is possible and I do all things through Christ. Let's go. See, ain't nobody saying that and then doing creepy shit. Well, that's not true. But, you know, I believe he's a good kid. I do. I believe he's a good kid. He's a hell of a football player. He is a hell of a football player. Um, If I went back and watched the game again, because I kind of half-ass watched it yesterday. I went over, sad side note here, sad sidebar. Um... I went over to help my stepmom decorate her house for Christmas because, as you guys know, my dad passed away in August, and um, my dad loved Christmas. And just like me, I love, like, Nora's already decorating. You may have saw I posted a video about her putting a seven-foot nutcracker in the corner of our dining room. Scared the shit out of me. But um, I love Christmas. I love the the decorations. I don't want to, you know... I'm not one of those cats who's like, well, it's July. Let's start decorating. But I don't mind now. Like, Nora started decorating now. And I'm like, normally I'd be like, too soon. But I just enjoy it. I like it. And and um, so I get excited about it. But my dad really loved Heck yeah. um, when my mom would decorate. Yo, Alec! <laughs> Sir! Thank you for the resub, buddy. Three months in a row. This was up, Pippin. Alex had finally got Wi-Fi in my new place. Hell yeah. That's what's up. Uh, so I can use my Prime sub to my favorite streamer. Come here. Bring it in. Give me a damn hug, buddy. That's what's up. Give me some love. Oh, shit. I didn't, I didn't knock my shirt down that I used to keep the light off my face. So I'll have to fix that later. Appreciate you, Alec. Much love, man. Um... I tell you, man, it is, 
Uh, yeah, what's up, Justin Kelm? Uh, y'all, so many people right now, GTSS. It's crazy. Justin just lost his mom. Um, Charles Garza lost his his pops. Jen lost her pops. Um, Chris Reyes is sick as a dog. And he's not healthy. <laughs> See what I did? Ah, got him. But man, um, it's been tough. It's been tough. It has been, uh, it's been weird. And I'll tell you what, for me, you know, I had never lost a, a, a parent until I lost my dad in August. And, you, you, you know, I get it now. Like, I get what people go through. Like, I understand what Justin's feeling right now. I understand what Charles is going through in Jen. And, um, and it sucks because for all of us right now, it's right before the holidays. And that's going to make it tough. But being able to go over there and decorate uh, and, and, and um, you know, do what my dad would have done, putting up wreaths and hanging shit, because my stepmom goes all out, like all out. It's crazy. But my dad would help a lot, so I wanted to go over there and help. And, uh, yeah, it was it was tough. It was emotional, so I wasn't exactly watching the game, all right? Let's bring this back around to sports. So I got around to watching it again this morning. And I got to tell you, the thing to me that is most impressive about C.J. Stroud, he got banged up a little bit in this game. You know, he got hit a little bit more than normal. I I think back to David Carr when David Carr was behind a sieve of an O-line, but he also had shitty play calling. And I think that he didn't handle the pressure well, right? And, and Matt Schaub was kind of the same way. At one point, Matt Schaub just started getting blitzed and rushed every down. And he, I called him the fainting goat. I used to call him that on Houston game day. As soon as you got near him, you just be like, ah! And he would just fall down. Sack. And David Carr's dumbass would just run out of bounds behind the line of scrimmage and take a sack. Not throw it away. He'd just run, 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 and then just go. Bro, throw the ball forward. Right before you're out of bounds, just, just heave that bitch. No, it would just run out of bounds. It never made any sense to me. But that's what I love most about watching C.J. Stroud right now, including yesterday's game. On the run a little bit. Under duress a little bit. And that man stays calm. And how he is able to find some of these guys that he's finding downfield. Noah Brown, by the way, what is going on? Noah Brown looking like Jamar Chase up in this bitch. Noah Brown looking like looking like Jerry Rice, Terrell Owens, Michael Irvin. Like Noah Brown. First of all, good luck tackling Noah Brown. What is going on with this team? Noah Brown is not supposed to look like Michael Irvin. You know what I mean? Like Tank Dell is not supposed to look like Tyreek Hill. And CJ Stroud is not supposed to look like Patrick Mah- I couldn't do it. I was close. I couldn't do it. We're only nine games in. I'll tell you what, though, man. This kid, his poise in a collapsing and ever move. His The pocket looks like an amoeba. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, there's never just like a shield of protection. It's always kind of moving. There's no form to it necessarily. But the fact that he he, he is agile enough 
to move around and is always looking downfield to find somebody. It's unbelievable right now. I'm stunned. I mean, and I could not through nine games, I could not have been more wrong about this kid than I was. I am, not only am I impressed, I'm just so excited as a football fan. I'm so excited to be excited about my team, to be watching my team and being like, I'm not embarrassed of this shit. It's amazing. It really is amazing. It's kind of like with the Rockets. And isn't it, isn't it wild? Isn't it crazy? You know, we always say, in this business at least, we always say uh, coaches get too much credit and they get too much blame. That's, that's, that's what happens. And GMs are kind of the same way. And the Rockets are kind of a different situation in a way, but it's still kind of the same thing. It's, it's kind of unbelievable. You've had two coaching changes with the Rockets and the Texans. And yes, you had a plethora of offseason moves. Veterans were added to both teams that have really made a significant impact on the teams. And new coaching has as well. But the turnaround for both of these teams through now is just like, oh my God, I'm actually enjoying being a Houston sports fan right now. And we'll get to the Rockets in a minute. But let me just tell you, man, um... You know, everything you're seeing from the Texans, it is, it is, it is a little bit of everyone contributing. You know what I mean? This is not just D'Amico Ryans, although he's got everyone on that team believing they can win. It's not just CJ Stroud. I mean, Nico Collins and Robert Woods and Tank Dell and, and Noah Brown are all, Dalton Schultz, they're all having to do what they're supposed to do to get open for him to find them in the first place. The line is buying enough time. Yesterday was a rough day. Yesterday was one of the worst days as far as protection goes that I've seen for the Texans in a while. And that's okay. You understand that, hey, look, they're not, they're not a top five, top seven O-line. But they do just enough along with, and, you know, we probably don't give him enough credit, but Bobby Slovak has been calling some good games. He's pushing the right buttons and making the right calls, I feel like. And then at the end of the day, it's just C.J. Stroud going out and executing. C.J. Stroud is going out and leading game-winning drives. He's leading important drives. Yesterday was perhaps his worst day as a Texan as far as turnovers go. You know, he had a fumble. He had an interception. He maybe had his worst day in that regard. But yet, this rookie didn't get phased by it, didn't get shook by it, got injured. Was it third quarter? Was hurt a little bit? Didn't matter. Didn't matter. My mans went out there and balled out and led a game-winning drive again. It's I, I, I don't even know who this team is. I really don't. I really don't know who this team is. All I know is it is so good to be a Texans fan right now. It's And not because, you know, they're going to do anything special in the playoffs. Although, I mean, be, that Bengals win, man. That was something special, and here's why. 
the reason the win was so big was Joe Burrow and the Bengals were hot, right? How many had had they won in a row? They they had won. Um, let's see. Hold on. Because they had struggled early when Burrow was hurt. They had won four games in a row. So they lost their first two games to Cleveland and Baltimore. And then they beat the Rams, who were, mm. they lost to the Titans, who were, bleh. But then they rattled off four more in a row before they faced the vaunted Houston Texans. So Burrow, after getting healthy, you know, he had 82 passing yards in week one, 222 in week two. He had 165 passing yards in week four. But, uh, well, actually, he only had 185 in week six. But after the bye week, kind of got healthy. He had 317 against Arizona, but that's Arizona. Um, But since then, the last three games, he's had 283, 348, and 347. And, oh, by the way, that 347 was against the Texans, whose secondary has been so well. I think that the, uh, uh, um, the broadcast said that it hasn't, they had, the Texans hadn't given up a hundred yards receiving in 12 games. That's secondary. That's pretty damn impressive for a team that's been so bad. Now, nine of those 12 have been played under D'Amico Ryans and Jamar Chase ended up getting a hundred yards or more yesterday. Uh, excuse me. Really impressive though. Also, the Texans hadn't had a, what, a hundred yard rusher since a thousand uh, what was it? A thousand quarters or some crazy shit like that? It's been forever. Maybe it was a thousand. It wasn't a thousand games. I don't know. It was forever since the Texans had a hundred yard rusher. And you would have thought it would have been Damian Pierce that would do that. Oh, no. Devin Singletary, who is looking amazing and was looking amazing even when Damon, Damian Pierce was healthy. I think Singletary may have surplanted Pierce as the as the number one back as the RB1 on this team. How can you deny what this man did yesterday not being a backup to Damian Pierce? Being the lead back. Bro, first run from scrimmage or it was early on. He just shoulder shimmies a dude, plants him and looks at him. This is Devin Singletary. He's not that big of a back. He's a bad dude though. Demata said at least Burrow is earning that $54 million a year. He is now. He is now. He wasn't. Lord, he wasn't. Alex said CJ Stroud, rookie of the year, loading. Oh, bro. It's not even close. I mean, Puka Nakua was um, that guy. And then Cooper Cup came back, and they were like, well, sorry. He'll be a, he'll be a distant two, but he'll be second, but... Yeah, there's just, they're already talking about C.J. Stroud as an MVP candidate. And I wanted to look up, what are the what are his odds right now on Bovada? Let's go look at C.J. Stroud's MVP odds, shall we? Let's see, log in. <sighs> Come on! Here we go. Uh, Football. Let me see. Um... I'm going to move this over here for a second because I need to get to the... Dang, ain't a dang no internet, man. Uh, let's see. Football. Where's the NFL at? You dirty bitches. Here we go. NFL futures. Ah, NFL awards and league leaders. Here we go. Coach of the year. Okay, well, this is probably a good time to do a little checkity check up on it. Uh, uh, this, that works. Here you go. Get out of here. No one cares about my balance. No one cares about my balance. Don't look because I'm broke. 
Uh, Coach of the year, Dan Campbell right now is uh, plus 150 to win Coach of the year. D'Amico Ryans, plus 275. Come on! How do you not give it to D'Amico Ryans? I'm, you know what? You know what? I love you, D'Amico. I'm putting my little five on. I got five on it. I'm going to do that right now. Bam. I did that. I did that. Whimsical. Whimsical. Might have been the gentle Ben. Kicked in for a second. Oh, my God. Oh, guys, we're almost done with this. Yeah, that was yes. That was Thursday. You assholes. That was Thursday. Hey, what's up, Dre? Good to see you, buddy. Jerry Taylor said, has any Texans player ever been up for MVP? J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt has been up for uh, MVP when he was getting, like, defensive player of the year and whatnot. Yo, why is that not working? Oh, okay. I was like, why can I not display Jared Taylor's comment? Cancel. Cancel! There we go. Much better. Yeah, it, it was Watt. I think the last Texan that was a serious MVP contender had to be J.J. Watt. It wasn't Schaub. It was never Andre Johnson. I mean, yeah. It was J.J. Watt. In fact, I wonder if, like, pro football reference. Let's see. Let's see what J.J. Watt's pro football reference. Because it'll have, like, what, what he was... Like MVP voting per year. If we go to, uh, there we go. There you go. MVP. Uh, he was two in MVP voting in 2024. Let me zoom in for you guys because I know Jared's blind as fuck. Jared's like uh, uh, Red Fox on Harlem Night. He's like, I don't know why I made him blind. Um, there we go. Let's see. So, yeah, Defensive Player of the Year, he was first. He won three out of four DPOYs. Um, but, yeah, he was second in MVP voting in. Okay. God damn it. I want to say that was 2014, right? You know what I said? Scroll back down here. Son of a bitch. Yeah, 2014. So there you go. Jared said Hopkins or area. They were never that close. Never that close. <laughs> Jared said I'm definitely blinking, adjusting eyes. <laughs> uh, so D'Amico Ryans is your second favorite to win um, coach of the year. Mike McDaniels third. Kevin O'Donnell fourth. Mike Tomlin, my man. Mike Tomlin, fifth. Nick Sirianni is sixth at plus 1,800, although I wouldn't do that. Um, Comeback player of the year, DeMar Hamlin, minus 110. Come on, fam. If you put money on anybody else, you're dumb. You're dumb. You're dumb. Uh, NFL MVP. Let's see how bad is it for my boy. Uh, NFL 2023-2024 MVP. Mahomes is plus 275. Jalen Hurts plus 300. Lamar Jackson plus 500. Tua Vailoa plus 600. Burrow, how does that not fall? Plus 900. McCaffrey, 1400. Where is... There he is. Let's go. I'll take it. 
I'll take it. I would have thought it would have been a little bit higher. You know what I mean? But you can't be the seventh seed and be an MVP. Although, Burrow is the eighth seed now. Losing the tiebreaker, bitch. And yet, he's top five, which makes no damn sense whatsoever. Jared! Thank you for the 500 bits, Jared said. Put this on CJ Stroud. Bet, fam. We doing that. We doing that. Let's go right now. Let's put it back. Here we go. CJ Stroud. This is Jared. Jared, if we win, I split it with you. <gasps> 165. That'd be the most I've ever won gambling. Yeah, literally, the most I've ever won gambling. He ain't going to win, but, bruh. At this point, anybody doubting this kid is stupid. But there you go. I'm putting five on Stroud. I got five. I'm going to split it with you if we win, homie. All right, there you go. Done. Right now, CJ Stroud has better odds than Dak Prescott, Trevor Lawrence, Tyreek Hill. I'll take it. Josh Dobbs at plus 7,500 is weird, though. Ahead of Justin Herbert? That's also crazy. Justin Herbert at a plus 10,000. Just That don't make no damn sense. That just tells you how bad the Chargers have been. Uh, so there you go. Okay, there's CJ Stroud. Let's see. Offensive player of the year. Stroud is a plus 10,000. Yeah, McCaffrey's winning that. Or Tyreek Hill. One of those two. Defensive player of the year. Uh, Jalen Carter, but Devin, uh, Devon Witherspoon closer. I can see that. Uh, let's see. Offensive rookie of the year. Say no more, fam. Look at CJ Stroud as a minus, minus 1,800. And the next closest player is Puka Nakua at a plus 1,200. Do you understand? Do you understand how wide of a chasm that is between these two? When if you look back to like week four, it was flipped, I bet you. I guarantee you. Pukunakua was the favorite to win rookie of the year after th week three or week four. Double that time, and Stroud is just running away with it. Unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. Strauss boys in the building. <laughs> you said Dak. Uh, I mean, he's on the list. He's on the list. Drake, you're such a Dak hater. I don't, that, that's your boy. Drake, that's your boy. I don't understand that, Drake. You're a Cowboys fan. Why do you hate Dak so much? Huh? Huh? I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm a Dak fan. Have you not seen what Dak has done over the last uh, two weeks? I mean, the man is capable. Okay? The man is 100% capable. Here, look. Let's pull up them boys. We them boys. There we go. The Cowboys. Uh, schedule. Here we go. Um, Last two games against Philly and New York. Prescott threw for 374 and 404. And he had 304 the week before that. And again, after the bye week, if you look before pre-bye week and post-bye week, this is a completely different team. I'm still not getting shit out of, out of their rush game. They have one 100-yard rushing uh, game from Pollard this year. We can just get rid of Zeke. It's no big deal. I, I believe that, but damn. 
Pollard has proven to not be the guy. Oh, my goodness. It's like a mosquito bite or an ant bite on my elbow. That's not good. Uh, Black Tony Romo. <laughs> Did you just call Dak the Black Tony Romo? Uncalled for, sir. Not okay. Not okay. Make my ear itch. Not okay. Actually, if you made me pick who is better, Tony Romo or Dak Prescott, I don't know, bro. I don't know who I'd pick. It's kind of tough. Wait a minute. Reyes said still a proud boy. I don't think that means what you think it means. Did you mean Stroud boy? <laughs> that would not be good. Make shirts. I'm a Stroud boy. No, don't do that. Um, Yeah, but, but Dak after the bye week, uh, Mike McCarthy and Dak and everybody done sat down and figured it out. Against the Giants, they put up 49 points. Now, granted, the Giants are awful, okay? They're a bad football team. Well, let's just uh, let's just look at the boxy. Let's oh look, Tommy DeVito. What? That's Danny's brother, by the way. Danny DeVito's brother. I don't know if that's true. Barkley had sixty-six yards. That's that Dallas defense. You know you got a shitty quarterback, so you could oh eighty-six yards. Wow, I didn't know my man's through for eighty-six yards. Look at CC. <gasps> I did seven shots. But, oh, big deal. I did seven shots before the third hour on Thursday, CeCe. Huh? Did you show Titty? I don't think so. I hope not because you're a lady. Uh, Yeah, Tommy DeVito had 60, or excuse me, 86 yards passing. I mean, he did have two touchdowns. He had an 18 QBR. Jesus. That's part Tommy DeVito probably worse than Danny DeVito. At football, but also this Dallas Cowboys defense is good. <laughs> CC said the jury's still out. Oh, if you show Diddy's, damn. Saquon Barkley had 66 yards rushing. There's no reason that should have been the case. Um, and then your Cowboys, Dak Prescott, 26 of 35, 404 yards pass, averaged 11.5. Four touchdowns, one interception. That's a damn good day at the office, Dre. Like, what more do you want? The Cowboys are six and three. I blame Donna. We started drinking at 10.57. Ooh, Lord Jesus. Flip said shout out to Twitter. What happened to Twitter? What did I do? <laughs> Jim said Danny DeVito would lead the Giants to more wins than Tommy. Here's what I don't get. Donna's like, hey, 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 not me. Do not blame me, girl. That's on you, Cece. Like, Cece's ever needed someone else to make her start drinking, right? Come on. Come on. Um, But I don't understand. And I'm not, a, I'm not big on him as a quarterback. But if you just want some respectability at least... There are backups out there who have lost their starting jobs 
that the Giants could have went out and got for next to nothing. You know what I mean? If they felt like they could be competitive. Because let's be honest. Let's be honest. <laughs> so anyways, it started blasting. Let's be honest. Um, Daniel Jones is not the guy. He's not a good quarterback, folks. So would the Giants be better or worse off if they would have gone out and got Trey Lance? Or if they went out and got Ryan Tannehill? I mean, the Vikings just went out and got Josh Dobbs, which... Uh, Dobbs is not good. He he had a couple of good games early in the year in, in Arizona, and then it just wasn't good after that. He Dobbsed it. You know what I mean? Dobbs going to Dobbs. I mean, but there's opportunities. Um, I know a certain long-necked fella in Houston. Giants. Call me. Yeah. He gets you a first down. Forget the tush push. You ever had the neck wreck? Okay. I just. That's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. You don't even need. All he does. All he does. He just takes the ball like a spoon. You know how people take a spoon and go. And they blow on it. And then they stick it to their nose. He just takes the ball and goes. And then he puts it on his helmet. And sticks his neck across there for that yard. First down. Screw your tush push. We don't need it. We got the neck wreck. Davis Mills, baby. Giants could use him right now. Jim said, you know, the trade deadline has passed, right? Yeah, but I'm saying these teams had opportunities before that. That's my point. Why? you're Now you're like, okay. I mean, are you really rocking with Daniel Jones? I mean, I know that they... Spent a lot of money on the man. But you're out here with fucking Tommy DeVito as your backup. What are we doing? The brotherly glove. <laughs> I do think the brotherly shove is pretty damn good for a name. That's uh, that's whoever came up with that. Jim said, sweet Jesus, no, hate that deal. I mean, bro, any of those names I just named are better than Danny DeVito. You have a legitimate shot with any of those guys. Especially, you know, a, a, a Trey Lance. He runs a similar offense than Daniel Jones would. Neither one of them can throw the goddamn ball, but they can both run. So you really don't have to change the offense. So. Ooh. Ow. Sorry, I'm, I'm popping this ant bite or whatever the fuck it is. I think it's a mosquito bite. Ow! Trey said tank for Caleb. Careful what you wish for. That seemed like the play, but man, now, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, nonetheless, that's enough Cowboys and Giants talk. Yeah, Jesus. Cleanse my palate on that. Let's just go through all the scores. Let's pull up the whole NFL sketch. Let's just sketch it out here. <laughs> No, your boy didn't make any, um, what is with Barry's Danny DeVito slander? You just tuned in, didn't you? Terrible. Uh, it's the aliens. Could be. All right, here is the scores for the week. Dak is moon. 
Oh, wow. That's probably not a terrible analogy, Tony, is handsome. I mean, really. That's probably not the worst analogy in the world. It's pretty good. All right, here you go. Indy beat New England 10-6 to in the, oh, my God, just kill me if I have to watch this game bowl. Bro, that is so sad. Freya said Jenny today. You know what? She was supposed to join me, but she probably went to log in and your boy wasn't online because of no power. I wonder if she even texted me. Let me look. Oh, by the way, huh? Case. Your boy done put a case on his phone and I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. Look at the lip on that bitch. It's so big. I don't want that. Look how big, I don't need that in my life. Oops. You know how hard this thing is to slide in and out of a pocket? No thanks. This sucks. Yeah, Jenny didn't didn't even text me. What's up with that? What a jerk. She just said, uh uh-oh. She just said, screw your feelings. Um, what that case is thick. I mean, it's one of the thinnest on the market. I made a whole list. You know how much time I spent trying to find a damn case? I do want a raw dog. Raw dog has spoken. I mean, I shit you not. Look at this. I made a list of all these cases and how thick their front was. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, this is the ESR case. It's 1.2 millimeters thickness in the front. And then in the, the camera is, uh, one millimeter thick in the back. And then that was the, the thinnest in the back. So that's what I did. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't know. And it got a 4.7 rating. I'm telling you, I nerded out and did all this goddamn research. And then one of them tried to throw me off. They were like, it's 0.31 inches. And I was like, or no, 0.07 inches. And I was like, I don't even know how big that is. But yeah, they tried to, there's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. Maybe I should get the Taurus Slim Fit. I don't know. I can still return this hoe. I mean, I'm just giving it a test drive, okay? Uh, Barry's not a fan of Gersh. Shut up. The case has a fupa. You kiss my ass, Jet. Uh, Sean said, I went case free floating the river. Now I have a new phone and a new case. (laughs) There you go. There you go. I don't think a case would have prevented your phone from falling in the water. Um, let's see. At least the game was quick. It was done in 245. Oh, damn. All right. Here's the rest of the scores. Um, 10, six Indy, but good God. And I didn't get to watch all these games, but I feel like Cincy Houston could have could have been game of the week so far. 30-27. Minnesota beat New Orleans 27-19. What happened to that New Orleans defense? You know, you couldn't count on Derek Carr if you were a Saints fan, but by God, you could count on that New Orleans defense. Not so much anymore, apparently. Um... 
Pittsburgh beat Green Bay 23 to 19. And by the way, can we talk for a second? If you watched the Texans broadcast, um, periodically throughout the game, they would um, go back to the studio. And I think it was JB and JJ. I don't know who was there. Oh, yeah. Lions Chargers was a track meet. Cleveland, uh, Baltimore was also pretty good. Yeah. Um, But during the game, they would throw it back to the studio for a highlight. And JJ Watt was helping. He was doing highlights and. He's really good at this already. I don't know if he's got somebody writing for him and giving him, you know, things to say, but he's smooth with it. And he was funny. At one point it was Jordan Love to Romeo Dobbs. Love Romeo. And he was like, there's a Shakespeare joke in there. I'm just too dumb to make it. Like, bro, that's really good. Like, that's really funny and personable and good. And um, yeah, J.J. Watt, as if that's a surprise to anybody here in Houston, he's already good at it. Already good at it. It's crazy. I mean, the man is good at everything he does. I don't get it. Sucks. Ravens lost that game. Longhorn shit the bed also. Yeah, uh, absolutely went Amber Heard all over the bed. Ravens shit the bed. All right, so um, Pittsburgh beat Green Bay 23-19. to Tampa Bay beat Tennessee. No Titan Hugo in the chat. Where you at, Hugo? Come on, Reverend. Come on, brother. Show up and take your lumps like a man, pimp. Where is you at, baby? He's not here. Guaranteed not here. He didn't want that smoke. He knew. He knew daddy was going to give him shit. Sports Up said, your mom told me to tell you to stop picking at your sore. No. Um, look, it's getting out of control, too. Look, look. You see it? You see it right there? Oh, no, you can't really see it. You see it? Ugh. It's going to get it's gonna get infected. My wife gets so mad. Why do you squeeze that shit? I'm like, because it looks like a pimple. Uh, Steven, like I said, Steelers might end up being the worst playoff team in Hid Turry. Got it. Hid Turry? Got it. <laughs> Truck driver Pookie said, yep, that's an alien probe. It could be, bro. I need like a scanner. Y'all like, boop, boop. Ugh, I just smeared ant pus juice on my goddamn phone. That was gross. Yeah, that's why I did like this case because see how it does the camera kind of protects it that way. But as soon as I went to put this son of a bitch in my pocket, Kurt, I hated it. Uh, all right, uh, Tampa beat Tennessee 20 to 6. Of course, no Titan Hugo to take his lumps. That's fine. Next time I see his ass in the chat, I'm going to let him know. Uh, yeah, hold on. I don't have the scores on the screen for you guys. How rude of me. Jacksonville beat uh or lost excuse me san francisco beat jacksonville 34 to 3 san fran needed that win by the way san fran is kind of struggle busting it a little bit let's see let's pull up their sketch um yeah so they start off house on fire right 
They go 5-0 and to start. They're 6-3 and now. They had lost three in a row to Cleveland, Minnesota, and Cincinnati. One of those teams is proven to be pretty good. It's pretty good. One of those teams is proven to be better than when they started, and one of those teams is just straight-up ass. I mean ass. D-Mata would eat that team, okay? Of course, I'm talking about Minnesota. Of course. Uh, yeah, but losing those three and they're coming back. That's a big win. It's a big win um, for San Francisco. They didn't want to fall to five and four. I'll tell you that damn much. That bug is ugly. What? What bug is ugly? What? What are you talking about? Oh, a chigger. Oh, no. It's not. It's, it's an ant or a mosquito. That's all. Yo, what's up, Eric Resendez? Good to see you, buddy. Long time no talk. Welcome in, fella. Uh, so San Fran gets a much-needed win. Good for them. And uh, just absolutely destroy Jacksonville 34-3. Cleveland beat Baltimore. I missed this game, but, yeah, apparently I missed a really, really good game. Browns get 16 in the fourth. I know my girl, Jen. <laughs> I know my girl Jen feeling good. Demata said, nope, after dying and being brought back to life, no more <laughs> ass eating for me. <laughs> Demata's got his priorities straight. Listen, Jesus gave me a second chance. And when I went up to see him, he was like, Demata, my son, I am not done with you yet on earth. You still have love to spread. Stop spreading them cheeks, though, bro. That's disgusting, man. You ain't never going to get into heaven eating all that ass. Are you kidding me? That's the devil's snack. Don't come over here eating ass. That is the devil's snack, okay? Yeah, that's what we say in heaven. That's devil's food cake. Go on, fam. You got. You go back. Stop eating ass. D-Mata came back, and he was like, yes, sir. He came back, and he stopped. Good for you, buddy. On that diet. Good for you. Uh, Steve, other guy said, where's those doctor's orders? It was Jesus's orders, okay? Um, Let's see. So, Browns, Ravens. Browns get 16 in the fourth. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, boy, Gus Edwards, he, he was rolling there for a couple of weeks, too, and he's been having a rough go of it as well. What, what was his final numbers? I'm curious. Let's see. Box score. Lamar leads the team in rushing again. See, look, I get it. I just feel like <laughs> Flip said he's the eat, and, eat a booty gang. That's gross. Um, I don't think I, I necessarily want Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson or any of my quarterbacks, even if they're running quarterbacks, even if they're mobile. I don't know that I want them leading the team in rushing. I would be curious to see how many, what is the record of teams whose quarterback leads them in rushing? You know, I mean, some games it works out amazingly well. You know what I mean? Like some games, they get three or four touchdowns on the ground or some shit like that. Or they, you know, they're scrambling, getting a lot of first downs. And I'm sure there's times like with the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is, led that team in rushing, especially this year, as bad as all their other offensive weapons have been, not named Travis Kelsey. 
But I just don't know if that's the right formula in the NFL. I mean, it could be up there. And maybe Josh Allen is an exception. I don't know. But uh, Baltimore was looking, I mean, and still is. I'm not worried about Baltimore. I think Baltimore is, uh, they're the cream of the crop. They're the upper echelon of the AFC still, just despite losing to, I mean, they put 31 up on perhaps the best defense in the NFL right now. I ain't worried about that. Um, But some, I don't know. I wish I would have watched the game because apparently I missed a really good one. But Lamar had 223 yards passing, 41 yards rushing, uh, one touchdown, two interceptions. So Cleveland made them work. But apparently, I mean, look, Baltimore's defense is really good too. So I guess that was a fun game. I wish I, I would have watched it. I, I didn't get a chance. Uh, what else is on the schedule? Let's keep going back here. The hell? What in the hell? Uh, here we go. Arizona beat Atlanta 25 to 23. Since the Borrock said Kyler Murray and the Cardinals are going to look nice by the end of the year, man. You think so? Mm, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to think about Kyler Murray. I just he's never been a guy that I look at and go, oh, he's a serious threat. You know, I like. Potch said he beats up on meh teams, but I just don't know if I trust his arm. I mean, yeah, you got to take him serious as a runner and a threat, but nobody is scared of Kyler Murray beating them with his arm. Eric said there were some pick sixes in the Ravens. It had to be right based on the stats we saw. Had to be. Um, Let's see. Let's, let's just take a gander at this box real quick. Let's look at her box. What? God damn it. What? What is this doing to me? Um, damn. Good Lord. The Falcons are a fucking mess, man. 70 yards passing. My God. How is the, how are the Falcons for, where's Aaron J. Bryant at? Aaron J. Bryant, please report to the principal's office. Aaron J. Bryant. Please report to the principal's office. How are the Falcons four and six when they're putting up god-awful box score numbers like this bullshit? 12 of 21 for 70 yards. And I get it. You're just going to hand it to B. John Robinson and let him run around. But my God, that's fucking awful. Awful. NFL teams that see that, they're like, oh, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It does feel like that, right? When you watch Kyler Murray run, it looks like he's yelling "wee, wee." I mean, it kind of feels like um, Johnny Manziel. Like they can have a similar gait the way they run. My God, that's awful! Uh, and what did Kyler Murray do? Nineteen of thirty-two, two hundred forty-nine yards, no touchdowns, and interception. But he did run for thirty-three yards and a touchdown. I mean. I appreciate the hustle since they bull rock, but that is not, that is not uh, looking nice by the end of the year stuff. Uh, since they said they got a win against a decent defense on his first game back, that third and 10 scramble was dope. Was that his touchdown run? Yeah, I get that. He's going to do that. He's absolutely going to do that. 
But once teams start spying him or, or keying on that, knowing that, yeah, he's back, but he ain't going to beat us with his arm. I mean, Murray's just not had. I just don't think he has the tools necessary. You know what I mean? It doesn't scare me, uh, but I don't know. I mean, it wasn't too long ago when we were talking about, damn, what are the Falcons doing? They should they should just tank and get rid of Murray and try to get Caleb. Because uh, remember, Caleb was that was when they were saying, "Oh, it looks like the the, the Cardinals are going to be the have the number one pick in the draft." And that's when Williams and his dad came out and they're like, "Listen, we'll we'll just not go if there's certain teams, all right? And we want ownership, and we want I want like green M and M's in my helmet every game, and I want um I want three hoes at my locker at all times even when I'm not there I just want hoes randomly standing at my he had like a whole list of demands and then he started shitting the bed it's bad it's bad 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 oh you you hush your goddamn mouth potch I'll come into that chat and slap the virtual shit out of you you how dare you put that evil on them, Ricky Bobby? How dare you, Ricky Bobby? Cliff Kingsbury is gonna be the next head coach at A and M. You shut your dumb whore, redhead, ginger mouth. Swear to God, if that happens, Potts, I'm gonna find you. I will hunt you down. I swear to God, I will hunt you down. Cliff ain't going to College Station. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think they want to risk that. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. I don't think they want that smoke right now. Um. Oh, who was it? Um, was it Dan Lanning? That was a name I saw floated about. I was trying to find the tweet, but I saw somebody tweet that out, and I thought, I wouldn't hate that. I wouldn't hate that. Dan Lanning going to A&M, that wouldn't suck. Here's the thing, though. The way that this works, and we're, like, way off topic here, but House brought it up so y'all can get mad at him, call that a squirrel moment on him. Oh, let's get, no, we're just going to, we're going to, we're going to stick with NFL, damn it. We'll just, let's finish up the schedule, and then we'll talk Aggies and Jimbo. Here we go. Detroit beat the Chargers 41-38. to I don't know what's wrong with my Chargers. I love the Chargers. I don't know why, but goddamn, every year they're just a wreck. Detroit looking good. They beat uh, Chargers forty. Dallas beat the Giants forty nine seventeen. We we talked about them ad nauseum. Uh, Seattle beat Washington twenty nine twenty six. Geno Smith just rolling, rolling, rolling. Geno Smith is limp biscuit right now. He's just rolling. Crazy thing is, I was looking here real fasty fast, real quickity quick. Just to see anybody else get more yards passing than CJ Stroud this week? Mm. Geno Smith and Dak Prescott. Stroud third uh this this week in passing yards. Pretty good. Zach Wilson, by the way, uh the <laughs> Vegas and the Jets, 16 to 12. That had to have been a scorigami, right? Oh my God. I don't know which one would have been worse to watch. Indy New England or Vegas Jets. Jesus. What's up, Mr. Mina? Good to see you, buddy. Tony said I'd love to be fired by AM. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, tonight, uh, Buffalo at home versus Denver should be fun. Let's take a quicksy look. And then we'll get into some Jimbo Fisher. Let's see. 
drive eliminator uh, five thousand. Darcy blows. Let me get this. I didn't do the scores because you know no power. Stupid ass. What was this week ten? <gasps> Bro. Oh. I was like, what the fuck? What in the fuck happened to my thing of things? When them things get to thinging. That's my boy. Uh, What's his name? Matt. Okay. All right. So I have my picks. Let me unhide what I need here. Need to unhide that. And unhide. Uh, why can't why can't I unhide that? There we go. And unhide and unhide. Okay. So here is the laminator five thousand. Uh if you missed it, here was the picks. Um uh, laminator five thousand pick Carolina, Indy, Houston, Minnesota, Green Bay, Tennessee, San Francisco, Cleveland, Atlanta, Green Bay, Dallas. Why did it pick Green Bay twice? That's not good. What the fuck? That's weird. That should have been, uh, it would have picked the Chargers. So let's do that. LAC. Now I got to go back and make sure it would have, how's it? Oh, I was like Atlanta and Arizona. Okay. Atlanta. It would have picked Cleveland. Uh, see, sometimes you just got to check. Nope. That should have been Jacksonville. Damn it, my formula's off. I got to go reconcile. Uh, let's see. That would have picked Indy. That would have picked Houston. That would have picked Mini. That would have picked Green Bay, Tennessee, uh, Jacksonville, barely. Cleveland would have been picked by the spreadsheet. Atlanta, the Chargers, Giants should have been picked. Um, Washington should have been picked. Well, these are all fucked up. The Jets and uh, Buffalo. Okay. So now let's get the scores. <sighs> week 10. Give me the scores. Week 10. Uh, flips at copy and pasting code. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that was. Sean said agent Bajent uh, had like 550. What? Say what? What? <laughs> Tony said, I'd love to be fired by A&M for $75 million. Yeah, no shit, right? Somebody's like, oh, poor a poor Edges. Poor Jimbo didn't see it coming, or maybe he did, wasn't expecting it. Like, what the fuck you mean, poor Jimbo? Surprise or no surprise, that man left with $76 million free dollars in his pocket. Sean's like, watching the Packers struggle gives me warm and fuzzies. Okay. Since they said, Barry, how sad you're going to be when Kyler beats the Texans this coming weekend? Ha! 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 I'd be pretty sad, actually. Um, sounds like we need to make a friendly wager on that, my friend. What's the line? Huh? What's the line, pal? I know the Texans got to be favorites. Gotta, gotta be. Let's go boobity boop. Let's pop that in there. Let's look at sports. NFL. Ooh. 
Here we go. Uh, get out of here. Can I not? Can we not? So it looked like the Texans are favored by four. Okay. Um. Yeah. We'll put a little five spot on it. Did I not make that bet? By the way. Oh, I sure almost did not make that bet. Let's do it. Here we go. We got Stroud at plus 33 hundo. Okay. In fact, just to show you, Sensei, uh, Texas minus four. I like it. Although I need to look at, I probably should look at my spreadsheet before I just start throwing out money like that. But I'll make a personal bet with you, buddy. You, you, you let me know. All right. Here's how the Laminator 5000 did. No, not five hundo, Alex. Five dollars. Fuck you. Who do you think I am, bro? I'm out here showing titties for 10 bits. Okay? What are you talking about? Um, Carolina. All right, so here's your picks. This is the who the spreadsheet picked. These are my picks, and this is who actually won based on the numbers. All right? Um, wow. Did I go 1 and 11? 1. Two. No, I didn't. This is stupid. That's not that's not accurate at all. Spreadsheet went one, two, three, four, five, six. And one, two, three, six, six, and one. Oh, well, that's a break-even week. Um, yeah, so we uh, everybody picked Carolina, Carolina won. Um spreadsheet picked Indy, Indy won. We all picked Houston, Houston won. Uh spreadsheet picked Mini, and they won. Green Bay, they lost. Tennessee lost. Jacksonville lost. Cleveland and won. Atlanta and lost. Chargers was a push. Picked the Giants and lost. Washington won. Uh, the Jets and they lost. And then Buffalo's tonight. Um, so I went, let's see, one and oh, one and one, two and one, two and two, three and two, four and two, five and two, five and three, five and four. Uh, five, four, and one, six, four, and one, seven, four, and one. So I went eight, four, and one on the week. That's not bad. Not bad, not bad. Now there was a couple of weeks, so I went eight, four, and one, and it went six, six, and one. Okay, yeah, we missed a couple of weeks here. Nope. Just what is that? What the hell was that? Uh, I went. Uh, it went. Six, six, and one, and I went eight, four, and one. And boy, oh boy, I tell you what, um, that week seven was a fucking doozy. I mean, bad. Not with, I don't know what that means. I don't know, not with Vig. I don't know what that means. Um, let's see. And then over unders the spreadsheet went yikes five eight and oh boy five eight and oh don't you know all right um not a good week for the over unders it was killing it on the over unders early five eight and oh still it well sixty seven percent I don't know if that's accurate though is that right forty six twenty two okay two pushes all right. Cool. Well, uh, Laminator 5000 is at about 53%. I'm at about 54 and a half. And the over-unders are at 67. So there you go. Okay. Um, and I don't even have week 11 up yet, but we'll get to it. Now let's talk 
Oh, tonight's game. That's what I meant to get to real quick. If you just, if you're curious, you want to put a little scratch on it. Laminator says Buffalo. I picked Buffalo as well. Buffalo favored by seven. And the with the points, they should still win by about a point. Technically, the game should be like 28-20 final score. But they're favored by seven, so there you go. Uh, and the over-under is... Current over-under is 46 and a half. Spreadsheet's saying take the over. So there you go. We'll find out how that works. All right, let's talk some Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies now. Here's the deal. Several weeks ago on the TV show, I was clamoring for the Aggies to get rid of Jimbo Fisher. But then at this point, it was like, well, what are we doing? What What's the rush now? Are you Are you trying to make a move before any other team does? Um, it just, it doesn't make any sense. They're nine right now in recruiting. Okay. Here's the deal. I know it's a dirty pool, but I'd let Jimbo and his staff continue recruiting through the end of the season. Keep you in the top 10. Cause you don't know. I mean, you just don't know. You know, you're going to lose some guys, right? It felt like Jimbo did a good job of getting former NFL's former NFL players, kids to come to A&M. He was a hell of a recruiter. And I also think hiring Steve Sarkeesian was the death nail for him in a way because the Aggies really had a parachute now. If they were willing to fade the money, well, they had a head coach in waiting sitting on on staff. Now, whether Sark leaves or not, I have no idea. Or Sarkeesian leaves or not, I have no idea. Is he going to be loyal to Jimbo? I don't know. Yeah, well, that's not my point, Flip. I get that. I'm, I mean, I'm not. This ain't my first week watching college football. I understand when you fire a head coach, his his guys go, they leave with him, right? Some do. Some do. Not every single player that is recruited by a head coach enters the transfer portal and leaves. Some of them just fall in love with the school as much as they do the coach. And depending on who the coach coming in is, can help retain a lot of that top tier talent. You bring in a Dan Lanning from Oregon, and some of those offensive players especially might look at that and say, hmm, okay, maybe I will stick around. What's up, Mr. Raybould? Oh, I'm saying Sark. My bad, bro. I, I'm thinking Texas. Yeah, I meant Petrino. That's my bad. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, Sark is leading Texas to almost second half collapse and giving me weekly heart attack. That's my bad. What's up, by the way, brother? Yeah, Petrino. I'm a dumbass. Yeah, you, you've got Bobby Petrino sitting up there calling plays and them waiting, just waiting to get rid of Jimbo. It happens. Um, but, yeah, I I think at this point, I'd have just let him recruit. And let's say you lose 45% of a coach's recruits. Okay. You're a top 10 recruiting class. Right now, they're nine. Nine right now, as bad as they are, they're still ninth in the country. Ninth in the country in recruiting, as bad as they are. So I'm all about it. I did not want Jimbo Fisher to be the head coach of this team anymore. I just, I was done. Thank you. Next. But at this point, just let that man finish out his recruiting because signing is in February. So maybe that's why they did it. Well, if we could get our coach in, he can recruit. Is your coach going to do a top 10 job? 
And that's the thing that I was going to mention. Um, a lot of times you'll see teams in the SEC or in the Big Ten or in the Pac-12. These guys will, they'll, they'll stay with a coach kind of from the same area or conference or the South or the Pacific Northwest or the Midwest or wherever because that coach is known and can recruit heavily and better. And that's part of the attraction of Jimbo is he can go into Texas and OU and Florida and even Louisiana and, and, and recruit at a high level. Bring down a Dan Lanning and they're all like, this man ain't got no Southern values. Whereas Jimbo's in there talking to Milo and Hey man, let me tell you what you come on down and ain't him, but we're gonna get it. So we'll see. I think just from a pure coaching perspective, I, I mean, landing makes a ton of sense. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good coaches out there that are really doing an impressive job. Let's see. Let's see. Texas. Let's see what they're saying. A&M. Uh, coaching options. Because I think, I think, um, I mean, Lanning is a guy. Um, let's think the cat in Washington. Uh, let's see. Washington Huskies head coach. Uh, Kalen DeBoer. I don't fucking know. That's another team that's been really impressive. And he's recruited well. But it's again, it's a it's a Pac-12 school. It's a it's a Pacific Northwest school, right? Maybe Jim Harbaugh is a No. <laughs> no. I, I I would be sad if they stick with Petrino, though. I'll say that. They cannot stick with Petrino. But I think there, you know, there there are some options um, out there. And the, the curious thing about, ow, this thing won't pop. The curious thing about what, what does A&M do? They've got all the money in the world. In fact, I think they had like a, in this last game against Mississippi State, I think... They had like a check presentation on the field where they presented the university with like $165 million. And they were like, wow, that's that's so messed up that you would do a presentation. Here's the money we're going to pay you off with when we fire you. If that's happened, then oh my gosh. Rudy Ross said Bill O'Brien will be on the short list. I would stop rooting for Texas A&M. I really would. I would just find a new team. If the Aggies went out and got Bill O'Brien, I'm done. I'm done. I'm barely hanging on by a thread with this stupid-ass university. The only reason I have loyalty with them is longevity. It's not because I've got a degree or a diploma from them. PBW said they'll go with Prime. I mean, listen, what Prime did early was super impressive. Just don't know if he can maintain it. Mr. Jones said, I've heard Laden Kiffin. God. What's up, Cisco? Hi from Fredericksburg. Sorry I'm late. Center point fucked it all up. Yeah, they did. Yes, they did. Damn you, center point. More like off center point. Aggie should bring back Mike Sherman. <laughs> is is Jackie Sherrill still alive? Uh and this thing is getting worse. Look at this. Look, I tried to pop that. This, this is not looking good. I gotta stop squeezing on it. Eric said, I have a surprise name that he had done good at the school. Uh, Matt Campbell. Uh, I 
don't know. Let's see. What? Where's the... Uh, that's how staff starts. Shut up. Um, I, I just... I think this team has to go out and get a big name. It, again. I just don't know. I think you've got to go out and get a big... <laughs> Barry has bubonic. I, I think you have to go out and get a big name, but a young guy. And I don't know if Lane Kiffin is that guy. I mean, Dan Lanning is like the perfect kind of guy. I don't know. This is because of who do you trust more, Jimbo or Centerpoint? Ooh. Oh. Ouch. I don't know. I don't know. Neither. About the same. Push. All right. Here is a list of coaches. Let me see if I can find one more source here. Let's see. Uh, now nah, we'll just, we'll just go with this. This is Aggie's wire on USA today. Um, okay, here we go. Where'd it go? Here we go. Why should a and get a big name? It never amounts to anything. Well, you don't stop. I mean, you got the money. You can't stop. I mean, like, you know, Petrino is too flaky, I think, for the job, and he's he's got too much baggage. Matt Matt Campbell, uh, Eric said, I don't think that anybody in that school is going to be like, oh, we got Iowa State's guy. Was it Iowa State? Yeah. Oh, that's sexy. That'd be like getting like, oh man, Tulane's been going good. I don't even know who their head coach is. You know what I mean? Like, it just, I don't know. I don't know. That that Matt Campbell is just not a sexy name. Um, And neither is this, though. Here are five Texas A&M head coach candidates to replace Jimbo Fisher. This is according to whatever dumbass wrote it. Uh, officially fired. Number five, Georgia co-defensive coordinator, Glenn Schumann. Okay. All right. Big program experience. Got that, got that big D energy. Is this Schumann's 33, uh, Nick Saban and Kirby Smart disciple? Uh, who's one of the up and coming coaches in the country due to recruiting prowess and defensive mind. Okay. That would definitely be a gamble, but if AM is looking for a cheaper option, um, you could do that. Here we go. Washington head coach. There you go. Kalen DeBoer. I don't think I'm pronouncing it right. But that's a that's a name that popped. I mean, look, dude, the Pac 12 has been super competitive. And Washington and Oregon have kind of bubbled to the top. Pac 12 is like the SEC almost this year. It'd be like, you know, but these guys are younger and not as well known. Uh, DeBoer's high-scoring offense is certainly intriguing for an A&M program that consistently struggled to move the ball. Number three, there you go. Oregon head coach Dan Lanning. Um, I like him because he's a little feisty. You know what I mean? What I liked about Lanning the most is when he was dealing with all the Colorado and Dion stuff, he didn't waver. And remember at the beginning of the year when they said Colorado was leaving for the Big 12, leaving the Pac-12 for the Big 12 or wherever there. Yeah, uh, Big 12. Lanning was the one that stood at the podium and goes, okay, so? I can't recall them ever doing anything in this conference. What have they done? Bye. And then when he met him on the field, remember at halftime? 
I hope all them people that have been watching are still watching. Whew. That man don't back down. You think that man's going to go in and be scared of Nick Saban? Or, or Kirby Smart? Nope. At this point, it would take landing out of Eugene with many valuable resources at his fingertips, but a return to the SEC could be on his mind. Mm, he's a former long-term, long-term Georgia assistant. Uh, Florida State head coach Mike Norville. Now, that sounds good. Are you going to go out and get another Florida State head coach? Really? I mean, he's had good luck in his recruiting. That dude, that dude recruited grown-ass men. To Florida State. They have that that team is huge. Impressive. It says after two years of rebuilding, Florida State head coach Mike Norvell uh has completely turned things around. Realistically, Norvell even considered a change of scenery with all the Sunshine State. Blah, blah, blah. But it would be weird to bring in another Florida State guy. And the number one choice on this list, Duke head coach Mike Elko. Former AM defensive coordinator, current head coach, uh, Elko would be the primary name to know if anything were to happen. Fast forward to November, Fisher's on his way out, and Elko likely remains one of the top options for Aggie AD Ross Bjork. Okay. See, that just doesn't, that's not sexy to me. Elko's four seasons at College Station were built on consistent progress as the Aggies' defense continued to improve. Um, the most successful campaign under Jimbo. Regarding relationships, Elcor is close with several AM coaching staff members, including interim head coach Elijah Robinson. Okay, but big whoop. God, no, please. On this list, I like um I like Dan Lanning. I mean, I don't mind uh Mike Norvell, but that just it just feels weird. Making this same exact move again from the same university. Ugh. Jim said, how dare you consider Duke football unsexy? Yeah, not moving my needle, bro. Those three, two, three, and four do it for me. One and five don't. So there you go. I'm just glad they did it. I'm glad they made the move. He gone. No worries. Next. Next. Um, While we're here, I got to get this chair oiled. I keep, I keep hearing it. It's like, oh, oh, oh. Christmas Sam's used that all of these are a step down for Jimbo. No pedigree or championships. And I don't like the Aggies. Yeah, but if you're not winning, bro, if you're consistently losing four games, it's not, not really. I mean, it's not really a step down. How about Dana Kugum? Shut up. Shut it up. Uh, let's see. Yeah, here we go. Let's look at the rankings. Oh, they don't come out until Tuesday. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Today's Monday. Uh, we could take a look at a few scores real quick. Here you go. Speaking of Kugel, they got a big one against Oak State this week. Uh, let's see here. Ohio State beat Michigan State 38-3. to Georgia beat Ole Miss. 52-17, and that's who you want to bring in? That, no thanks. Let's go get Lane Kiffin. Why, so he can lose 52-17 to to Georgia? No thanks. Uh, that Michigan-Penn State game. Let's talk for a minute. Ooh, Eric said Dabo Sweeney seems like he's not happy right now in Clemson.
Yeah, that wouldn't hurt my feelings. But I think Dabo's just sick of being ridiculed. You know what I mean? I think Dabo's just, hey, man, you guys have gotten spoiled, and fuck y'all. Like, that's what he wanted to say on his radio show. I'm sure you're a leader of men, too, buddy. You probably work at some assembly line, and you and Howard go grab a beer, and you lead them in a game of darts. He didn't say all that, but he wanted to. He kind of said some shit like that. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Mike Elko wouldn't be bad. Jim said they're coming out later tomorrow night, too. Yeah, thanks, ESPN. Yeah, I know. Oh, not on the normal time later? Oh, jerks. Jerks! Uh, but that Michigan-Penn State game, that was interesting. You had, uh, what's his name? Shimon Moore? What was the interim head coach for Michigan? Uh, what the hell was his name? Oh, yeah. Sharon. Sharon Moore. Sorry. His post-game on-field interview was both poignant and um, disturbing. I mean, I get it. You know, he was an emotional win. He got to be an interim head coach, and he beat he beat number ten Penn State. I mean, Harbaugh's there all week, so Harbaugh's putting in the game plan. Harbaugh's doing all that. He just can't be on the sidelines for the game. And I always wonder, like, do they do they have? Are we sure that they're not just like somebody dials in and holds it up to the mic and then he's feeding him what to do in his ear? I really feel like that could be the case, especially Michigan. If anybody's going to cheat and do some shit like that, it's going to be them. Um. But afterwards, he was like, the the chick interviewing him was like, you know, we're, uh, how do you feel? Are you, you know, and he was like, <laughs> Coach Harbaugh, this is for you, man. <laughs> I fucking love you, man. Coach Harbaugh was like, you're not getting my Bud Light, Johnny. <laughs> like, it was so weird. That's, that's immediately what I thought of. I love you, man. You're not getting my Bud Light. James Franklin, I love you, man. Like, he's on to the next. It was super. I love the shit out of you. You love actual shit coming out of him? That's gross, Mr. Moore. It was kind of weird. And I'm usually one of them sappy guys. It's like, isn't that great? But that one was weird. That one was awkward. That was super awk, as the kids say. Super awk. I was like, this don't feel right. Don't this don't seem normal? Uh, Jim said James Franklin's a fraud. Well, they fired their OC. They're like, you get out of here. I like that he just you know. I mean, that's what that's what head coaches are going to do, right? That's what people at the top are going to do. You're going to fire your subordinates first. <laughs> My first thought was, quit crying. It's not like Harbaugh was executed. That's not a bad point, Jim. <laughs> ah, Miss Harbaugh. Why did he have to go so soon? <laughs> We're all going down to his grave later. I'm like, what? He was suspended. Oh, he might as well be dead. It was weird. And again, I'm normally super emo about that stuff and 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 appreciate it. <sighs> that was weird. He was acting like Jim died. Yeah, he got suspended for cheating. Yeah, and then I just... 
Then he's just out there cursing live on national TV. I fucking love the shit out of you. Like, bro, you know you're on live TV. What's happening, fam? I I get the whole caught up with emotion in the moment you won a game. You got to you got to be a head coach in a really big Big Ten game, nationally televised. I get that. You kind of lost it though, fam. Like that was. Had he not done that, I think people have been like, hey. Maybe this guy is, uh, maybe he's working with something there. But then he's like, ah, he's like ugly crying, like, like his girl left. Like, bro, lock it up, fam. He doesn't have to pay the FCC fines. Well, that's true. I mean, that would be good if they find him, though. <laughs> Chris said he's the new crying Jordan. Eh, well, nobody will ever be the new crying Jordan, but. Um, yeah, they don't, apparently they don't have dump buttons on live, uh, football anymore. They should. I don't know why they don't flip said That was hilarious. Made black coaches look bad. I don't know if he made black coaches look bad. He just made, made dudes look bad. Made Michigan dudes look bad for sure. Like that was weird. I had a very like cultish feel to it. You know what I mean? It did. It had a very cultish I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> no, you lock it up. I don't know. It's super weird, but, but he did it. So, um, Florida state beat Miami 27, 20 Washington beat Utah. I sat down and tried to watch some of this game. I couldn't finish it. I didn't get to finish it, but, uh, man, Utah, if they were healthy, I'd love to see what Utah could have done this year. They just suffered so many injuries. Chris said when Aggie fan says it's cultish, you know it was strange. Shut up, Chris. You're already borderline getting banned. You're already borderline. I saw that pre-show. Uh, you mean Barry's... The, can we make fun of Barry's beard? Alan says, always pushing the limits. I mean, you guys tiptoe up to the line. And Chris, this is your final warning. Chris was like, what beard? You mean those the, the splotchy patches on his face? Right, that's a roast. That's a roast joke. That's a roast joke. And you're lucky you're not banned for a week. Last warning. Last warning. It's for charity. Save it. Uh, we're going to beat USC 36-27. Man, USC just uh, abysmal. I didn't watch the Texas game. How bad was it? How bad was Texas? I didn't get to watch it. They barely won. 29-26. That's not good. Uh, Bama beat Kentucky. Bama kind of, man, you're getting the feel like, ooh, Bama's figuring it out. Bama's starting to figure things out a little bit. Um, Milrow is looking a lot better than he was at the beginning of the season. Let's see. Jalen Milrow, 15 to 22, 234, three touchdowns, one intercept. Okay. That's a solid day at the office. 159 yards rushing. I mean, I know it's Kentucky, but Kentucky was pretty good at the beginning of the year. Kentucky started off well, remember? Look, look at that. And then they just ran into the SEC schedule, but they beat Ball State and OEKU and Akron, and man, Kentucky was ranked. Even beat Florida. And then they had to play Georgia. She had no business losing to Mizzou. 
uh, and then lost to Tennessee and now Bama. So, yeah, that's that's SEC for you, baby. My finger hurting. I think I did. I think I busted a blood vessel in my finger. Ow. Damn, that hurts now. Hmm. Uh, PPW said Texas was gold until the fourth. Just like every other game. Welp. Welp. Uh, let's go back. Back, 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 back. Oh, come on, fam. What is we doing? And there we go. Uh, yeah, so Bama beat Kentucky. Uh, Oregon State beat Stanford. Oregon State's a quiet number 12. Pretty quiet. Oregon State, uh, number 12, uh, beat Stanford 62-17. to 17. Ten, uh, Missouri beat Tennessee. That surprised me a little bit. Uh, UCF beating Oklahoma State 45-3. And then Kansas losing to Tech. What's going on with the Big 12 all of a sudden? Um, Oklahoma beat West Virginia. LSU beat Florida. Good win for the Tigers. Uh, Arizona beat Colorado. Man, oh man. What has happened to the Buffaloes? Colorado was the talk of the town for three weeks. I really fucked my finger up. Oh my God, it's swelling up and shit. I think I busted a blood vessel in there. Uh, Tulane won, barely 24-22. Iowa beat Rutgers. It was funny, I was watching that Washington-Utah game, and man, that first half was just bananas. I think I think each team went three and out the first three possessions, and then they scored every possession until the half. And at one point, whoever was on the call was like, well, if you don't like offense, then you need to go watch an Iowa Hawkeye game. I was like, damn, we're just shooting shots at Iowa like that? Apparently so. Oh, there's Titan Hugo. There he is now. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You're not coming in this chat talking about how about them Rockets? How about them Titans, brother? Let's talk about them Titans, fam. We're going to get to the Rockets in a second. North Carolina beat Duke. There's This is your king. This is your king. This is who you want, Ags. Somebody that loses to North Carolina in double OT. That's your king. Get out of here. Kansas State beat Baylor 59-25. All right, so there's your top 25 action in uh, college football. So, yeah, let's talk about the Rockets for a momento before we get out of here. We got about five minutes left. I need a drink. I got to pee, but whatever. I'm a trooper. I can tough it out. I can do it. Um, yeah, I don't like this whole case thing. I really don't. I, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, Cisco guy on a buffalo. Chris said, Titan Hugo, I was there last night. That place was rocking. Rockets are crushing it more than the Titans, that's for sure. Damn, shots fired, Mr. Mina. Yeah, I, I've watched the last couple of Rocket games just because, man, you got to kind of pay attention. Now, six in a row, all at home, 0-3 on the road. But, hey, this is a team last year that, regardless of where they played, they were not good at home or road. Ime Odoka has come in and Heck done a yeah. fantastic yeah, throbby. Excuse me, Throbby Throb. Thank you for the 21-month resub, dude. What? Come on. 
Thank you, sir. He said, what's up, fam? You tell me, Bubba. You tell me. We're talking about Houston Rockets. We just finished uh, NFL football, some college football, and now we're talking uh, NBA, Houston Rockets. We won't even have time to get to how big of a mess the Clippers are. Jesus. Let's just talk Rockets, man. Six in a row. Couple things. One, I was wrong. I said it. Don't clip it. You don't need to clip it. You don't need to clip it. You don't need to clip it. I was wrong. I said that it was too soon in the rebuild process to go out and get veterans that would really make a substantial difference on this team and teach the young guys how to play yet. Maybe next year, maybe the year after. You wanted to do it around the 2015 Houston Astros time frame, right? Remember the Astros were terrible. 2015, they make the playoffs. Had some veterans, added new ones. The rest is history type thing. Talk about it all the time. Ad nauseum. And I thought the Rockets are a year or two away, perhaps, from that. But boy, oh boy, was I wrong. First of all, um, the best Rocket on this team is not Jalen Green. It's not Amen Thompson. It's not Jabari Smith Jr. It's not Fred Van Vliet. It's not Dylan Brooks. It's Alperin Shingun, and it's not even close. And I tell you, I can go back and find you the clip. I can find you the moment where I said, and I don't remember if I told Joel or if I told anyone else, but I remember saying, I would trade everyone on this team except Alperin Shingun. I love this dude's game that much. He has shown it from the get-go. And this is what's maddening about last season and uh, why am I drawing a blank on the coach that they fired? Oh, God. I hate, I'm so bad with names. It's just not even funny. What was old boy's name that coached last year, y'all? What the hell was his name? Silas, thank you. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. For as, for as, as respected as Steven Silas was, coming from Dallas and working with Luca and all that, and he was very well respected. But some guys are just not good head coaches. You know what you can't be as a head coach? A people pleaser. Yeah, I would make a terrible head coach. That's why I'm a terrible salesperson. I'm too much of a people pleaser. I don't want to ask for the money because I'm worried that uh, I don't want to hurt nobody, offend them or whatever. You can't be a people pleaser. You just can't. And Ime Adoku is not that guy. And they also went out and got some vets that know their role and play it well. And this offense looks different, but the biggest difference to me, and I guess it's a twofold difference, but the fact is they brought in some veterans that play like veterans. They're not in here Cadillac and they're not in here just whatever. We're on a shitty team. They're getting out there with some dog in them. Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks are playing their asses off night in and night out. And it is showing. It is showing. I mean, Dylan Brooks might get you some stupid fouls. I'm a big fan of that dude now. When they first got him, I was like, oh, Jesus, why? 
Why would you go out and get this moron? You got run out of Memphis on a rail for the, I'm dealing the villain. Screw LeBron. What? They were like, get your ass out. You done got us. You done made, you done angered the beast. You awoke the Kraken. Him, he's balling. Balling. And committed to defense. First. He'll still get you points, but he loves it. I mean, did you see the way he played LeBron earlier in the week? That was fun. He went out there toe-to-toe with Zion. And... He got his ass handed to him. And that's, he got four fouls within the first quarter. That's okay. Because you know what? He took on the challenge. And he wasn't like, nah, let me guard somebody so I can stay in and get my points. He was like, hell no. Let's go. Th- th- these guys are playing like dogs right now. Now, we're about to find out, was this home cooking and luck? Because they're going to go on the road. And we're going to see what they are. Barbell Rehab says Zion always eats on and off the court. Uh, Titan Hugo said, yeah, I hated the Dylan pickup, but I'm a fan now. It, 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 you, you can't deny what that man is doing, what he has meant to this team. He's dirty. He's their new Pat Beverly. That's what he is. Dylan Brooks is the new Pat Bev. You hate him when he's not on your team, and when he's on your team, you love him. He's your junkyard dog. He's your catalyst. He's your guy. He should get down and get dirty, dude. That's what Dylan Brooks is. And Fred Van Vliet, I, I think it's a good point that they make on some of the broadcasts where they're like, he waits until the fourth quarter to take over. He tries to get his teammates involved. And you kind of get that feel. Like, he's letting these young guys learn and do their thing. But then when it comes crunch time, he steps up, knocked down some big threes last night against Denver. A little worried about Jabari Smith's lack of production, lack of um, fitting in. I don't know what his role is yet. Jalen Green was cold last night. Um, Amos said four fouls in the first half is terrible defense. No, it wasn't terrible. First of all, a couple of them were bad calls. The second, I mean, getting a couple of them were just wrong place, wrong time. And they were literally back-to-back, ticky-tack bullshit. So I'm not not going to doubt that. I'm just not going to doubt that. Hey, Mina, love you, buddy. Thank you for being here, Christopher Mina. Good to see you, my friend. Thanks for hanging out. No, I, I disagree. Now, he has fouled out and been in foul trouble for a couple of games, so it may be that he gets a little loosey-goosey. <laughs> but, um, I mean, this, this team is playing hard. Are they going to make the playoffs? I don't know. I still think it's way too early to figure out what this team is. What I do know is that they're bought in. All you needed to do was watch how excited Jay Sean Tate got last night getting a steal late in the game. How excited Tari Eason gets when he's playing defense, but he's now he's knocking down threes. Bro, there's 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 a lot to be excited about this young team. They still have a long way to go. But keep in mind, their head coach is the same head coach that got off to a rocky and slow start in Boston his first year and ended up taking that team to the finals. Different caliber of players, to be sure. Totally different caliber of players. But Ime Odoku knows what he's doing. So, 
Uh, Barbell Rehab said, I love guys like Dylan, man. But as a 30-year jazz fan, AK-47 has long been my favorite player. So those guys who are gritty, guard them, uh, all I think is uh, they're so undervalued. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They are very undervalued. They absolutely are. Hey, uh, he was great with Stockton Malone during the Boozer Williams days. Yeah. Until he got slow and fired. <laughs> Turned into a pile of mush. That's true, too. But those guys, man, those those guys like Dylan Brooks, the, the man, they're invaluable in a young team especially because he's going to show these guys how to hustle. He's going to show these guys what to do. And that's what Van Vliet is doing as well. He's kind of the leader. And, and don't sleep on what Jeff Green. I mean, Jeff Green had some big threes last night down the stretch. Big threes. Chris, be nice to the Jazz fans in the chat, okay? Be nice. Sorry, Barbell Rehab. You got to understand, this is a, I, I live in Houston. A lot of these folks in the chat used to listen to me on ESPN Radio. Welcome to the show, by the way. I never welcomed you properly. Welcome to Barry on Deck. Um, but yeah, I, I, I was I, I was on ESPN Radio here in Houston for a while. A lot well, of the I'll folks that have come to this show. Nice. Uh, thank you for the follow too, man. I appreciate that. We're based out of Houston, but 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 before you let them run you off, please don't because we have a lot of folks in this chat that are not Rockets fans, they're not Texans fans, they're not Astros fans. One of them in particular, his name is Total Dallas. You guys will get along great because everybody hates him too because he's a Dallas fan. Of course, being in Houston, a lot of them are Houston. So you got Cowboy fans in here, and we're kind of a melting pot. We got Titan Hugo, who's a Tennessee Titans fan but lives here. He's an asshole. You got a lot of Saints fans, so don't let them run you off, man. We got a nice mix. Just, yeah, there's going to be a little extra hate for Jazz fans, so. <laughs> See, look, Total Dallas right there. Dang right! Yeah, and he, he's a Rangers fan. You imagine the amount of hate this man was getting in this chat? He's a Rangers fan in a chat full of Astros fans, and they just beat the Astros in the ALCS and won a World Series. Oh my God! You tighten Hugo, tighten up. Yeah. No, that's not going very good for you. Oh yeah, B. Hannon's a Chargers fan. Amos said we're jerks, but sometimes in a good way. Yeah. That's very true. Amos ran off our last new guy. Please don't let him do that to you, Barbell. <laughs> Barbell said, you can't run me off. I get why people hate the Jazz. It's the NBA wasteland. I mean, my hate for the Jazz goes way back, though. Way back. 94, 95, 96. You know, Stockton and Malone. That's, that's my hate. You know, and then Joe Ingles. <laughs> uh, there is T.O. just waiting for TD. Love you, bud. What? What? Uh, I balanced out my jazz fandom by being a Royals fan. Oh, God. Oh, God. You're jazz and Royals? Ouch. Sheesh. What uh, What football team do you root for? Got to know that. Hey, what's up, Evans? How do you feel about Tom Brady retiring? Man, I was, that was crazy 10 years ago when he did it. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. He was old. It was time. I mean, the dude's living the good life. He had nothing else to prove. Nothing else to prove. Shut up, Titan Hugo. Mark Eaton is not the goat. Mark Eaton, the goat? Shut up. He ate goat, probably. You seen him? 
Yeah. See, we got, look, now everybody's coming out and naming their fandom. Go Broncos. Tighten up. Yeah, where's Mines? We got a Raptors fan in here, um, Barbell Rehab. He shows up, all caps, and does nothing but talk shit about uh, uh, us hating on the Toronto Raptors. We're all like, bro, nobody cares about, literally. We care more about the Jazz than we do the, I couldn't say it. I, I, that's not true. I, we don't. I don't. I mean, I'm trying to make it feel good, uh, Barbell Rehab, and fit in. Uh, I couldn't do it. I tried to pretend like I'd give a shit about the jazz. I no thanks. Hated it. So, all right. It's five o'clock. I got to get out of here. So just for the record, though, those of you that are new to the show, we do this two to five. Today, I started at three because uh, power outage. But we try to get started around two o'clock and I go till five central time. So uh, hang out. Thank you for the follow. Much appreciated. Uh, Alan Denson, thank you for the 200 bits. Much love, Mr. Denson. And be handed. Thank you for the five bits, buddy. Much appreciated to you. All right, yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Two o'clock-ish. I try to be on time. It doesn't work, but I try. Okay? Uh, I was going to say, Dynamo on this uh, championship run, where's the talk? I mean, bro, call your homie. I ain't talking no damn Dynamo soccer. I ain't talking no damn Dynamo soccer. Is you out your damn mind, Titan Hugo? Are you out of your mind? Get out of here. Scram, beat it, kid. Talking no stupid-ass Dynamo soccer. Sheesh. I'd rather talk Utah Jazz. I'd rather talk Raptors with minds than talk Dynamo soccer. I don't know why I was so aggressive about that. None of that's true. All right. Uh, I love you guys. I'll see y'all tomorrow, man. Enjoy Monday Night Football. Bills at home versus the Broncos. Jeff Bell, good luck, buddy. Jeff Bell, how bad do the Broncos lose? Mr. Bronco himself, Jeff Bell. How bad do the Broncos lose? I say bye. I'll go with the Laminator 5000. 28-20. I like that. I'll go 28-20 Bills. Book it! 28-20 Bills. Write it down. Behanna said, raid the Falcon. I could do that. Absolutely. Uh, I could do that. Barbell <laughs> said, shots fired. Uh, could you imagine? You think it's bad being a Jazz fan? Could you imagine being a Broncos fan? Oh, my God. Ugh. All right. Hey, appreciate you, Joel. Much love, buddy. All right. We're going to raid. Bye, Donna. I love you, sweetie. All right. We're going to raid the Falcon. Let's see. I don't see him. I have so many hot tub people in my follows list because of uh, Captain Pope, who just bailed on us, by the way. Uh, let's see. The Falcon cast? Is it? What is it? Falcon cast? The Falcon cast? Fred Falcon cast? What is it again? Falcon cast. He's not even lying. Oh, shit. There's something called the Falconator 9000. That's hilarious. Hey, Sports Hub. Love you, buddy. See you soon. Why is it... Um, is he... Uh, oh, it's the Falcon Crest? Falcon Crest. No, that's... Not Falcon Crest. The Falcon Crest. 
There you go. All right, we're going to raid Fred Fowler, my buddy. Y'all hang out with him. Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow, same time, same place, 2 o'clock right here. Come back. Until then, do me three favors. Be safe, be kind, and most importantly, love each other. See y'all tomorrow. Enjoy the raid. Say hi to Fred for me. Bye. <laughs> Sports up. I'm that old, too. I got it. Like I'm going to watch some Falcon Crest right after Dynasty in Dallas. I'll see y'all tomorrow, man. Enjoy the raid. Daddy's making a YouTube video.